Hello, and welcome to The Journey, a daily podcast reading through the Bible. Thank you so much for joining us today. As you listen, we're going to be using the New Living Translation of God's Word. Let's start today's reading. Today we are reading Ezekiel chapters 9 through 12. Then the Lord thundered, Bring on the men appointed to punish the city. Tell them to bring their weapons with them. Six men soon appeared from the upper gate that faces north, each carrying a deadly weapon in his hand. With them was a man dressed in linen who carried a writer's case at his side. They all went into the temple courtyard and stood beside the bronze altar. Then the glory of the Lord of Israel rose up between the cherubim where it had rested and moved to the entrance of the temple. And the Lord called to the man dressed in linen who was carrying the writer's case. He said to him, Walk through the streets of Jerusalem and put a mark on the foreheads of all who weep and sigh because of the detestable sins being committed in their city. Then I heard the Lord say to the other men, Follow him through the city and kill everyone whose forehead is not marked. Show, him, show no mercy, have no pity. Kill them all, old and young, girls and women, little children, but do not touch anyone with the mark. Begin right here at the temple. So they began by killing the 70 leaders. Defile the temple, the Lord commanded. Fill its courtyards with corpses. Go. So they went and began killing throughout the city. While they were out killing, I was alone. I fell face down on the ground and cried out, O sovereign Lord, will your fury against Israel wipe out everyone left in Israel? Then he said to me, The sins of the people of Israel and Judah are very, very great. The entire land is full of murder. The city is filled with injustice. They are saying the Lord doesn't see it. The Lord has abandoned the land. So I will not spare them or have any pity on them. I will repay full, I will fully repay them for all that they have done. Then the man in linen clothing who carried the writer's case reported back and said, I have done as you commanded. In my vision, I saw what appeared to be a throne of blue lapis lazulel above the crystal surface over the heads of the cherubim. Then the Lord spoke to the man in linen clothing and said, Go between the whirling wheels beneath the cherubim and take a handful of burning coals and scatter them over the city. He did this as I watched. The cherubim were standing at the south end of the temple when the man went in, and the cloud of glory filled the inner courtyard. Then the glory of the Lord rose up from above the cherubim and went over to the entrance of the temple. The temple was filled with this cloud of glory, and the courtyard glowed brightly with the glory of the Lord. The moving wings of the cherubim sounded like the voice of God Almighty and could be heard even in the outer courtyard. 
The Lord said to the man in linen clothing, Go between the cherubim and take some burning coals from between the wheels. So the man went in and stood beside one of the wheels. Then one of the cherubim reached out his hand and took some of the live coals from the burning fire burning among them. He put the coals into the hands of the man in linen clothing, and the man took them and went out. All the cherubim had what looked like human hands under their wings. I, I looked, and each of the four cherubim had a wheel beside him, and the wheels sparked like barrel. All four wheels looked alike and were made of the same. Each wheel had a second wheel turning crosswise within it. The cherubim could move in any of the four directions they faced without turning as they moved. They went straight to the direction they faced, never turning aside. Both the cherubim and the wheels were covered with eyes. The cherubim had eyes all over their bodies, including their hands, their backs, and their wings. I heard someone refer to the wheels as whirling wheels. Each of the four cherubim and four had four faces. The first was the face of an ox, the second was a human face, the third was the face of a lion, and the fourth was the face of an eagle. Then the cherubim rose upward. These were the same living beings I had seen beside the Kiba River. When the cherubim moved, the wheels moved with them. Then they lifted their wheels to fly. The wheels stayed beside them. When the cherubim stopped, the wheels stopped. When the, they flew upward, the wheels rose up, for the spirit of the living beings was in the wheels. Then the glory of the Lord moved out from the entrance of the temple and hovered above the cherubim. And as I watched, the cherubim flew with their wheels to the east gate of the Lord's temple, and the glory of God of Israel hovered above them. These were the same living beings I had seen beneath God, uh, the God of Israel, when I was by the Kibar River. I knew they were cherubim, for each had four faces and four wings and what looked like human hands under their wings. And their faces were just like the faces of the beings I had seen at Kibar. And they traveled straight ahead, just as the others had. Then the Spirit lifted me and brought me to the east gateway of the Lord's temple, where I saw twenty-five prominent men of the city. Among them were Jazaniah, son of Azor, Pethathai, son of Menaniah, who, was, who were leaders among the people. The Spirit said to me, Son of man, these are the men who are planning evil and giving wicked counsel in this city. They say to the people, It is not a good time to build houses. Is it not a good time to build houses? This city is like an iron pot. We are safe inside it like meat in a pot. Therefore, son of man, prophesy against them loudly and clearly. 
then the spirit of the Lord came upon me, and I told, and he told me to say, This is what the Lord says to the people of Israel. I know what you are saying, for I know every thought that comes into your minds. You have murdered many in this city and filled its streets with the dead. Therefore, this is what the sovereign Lord says. This city is an iron pot, all right. But the pieces of meat are the victims of your injustice. As for you, I will soon drag you from this pot. I will bring on you the sword of the war that you so greatly fear, says the Sovereign Lord. I will drive you out of Jerusalem and hand you over to foreigners who will carry out my judgments against you. You will be slaughtered all the way to the borders of Israel. I will execute judgment on you, and you will know that I am the Lord. No, this city wall, this city will not be an iron pot for you, and you will not be like meat safe inside. I will judge you even to the borders of Israel, and you will know that I am the Lord." For you have refused to obey my decrees and regulations. Instead, you have copied the standards of the nations around you. While I was still prophesying, Petaliah, son of Benaniah, suddenly died. Then I fell face down on the ground and cried out, O sovereign Lord, are you going to kill everyone in Israel? Then this message came to me from the Lord, Son of man, the people still left in Jerusalem are talking about you and your relatives and all the people of Israel who are in exile. They are saying those people are far away from the Lord. So now he has given their land to us. Therefore, tell the exiles, this is what the sovereign Lord says. Although I have scattered you in the countries of the world, I will be a sanctuary to you during your time in exile. I, the sovereign Lord, will gather you back from the nations where you have been scattered, and I will give the land of Israel, I will give you the land of Israel once again. When the people return to their homeland, they will remove every trace of their vile images and detestable gods. And I will give them singleness of heart and put a new spirit within them. I will take away their stony, stubborn heart and give them a tender, responsive heart so they will obey my decrees and regulations. Then they will truly be my people and I will be their God. But as for those who long for vile images and detestable idols, I will repay them fully for their sins. I, the Sovereign Lord, have spoken. Then the cherubim lifted their wings and rose into the air with their wheels beside them. And the glory of the God of Israel hovered above them. Then the glory of the Lord went up from the city and stopped above the mountain to the east. Afterward, the Spirit of God carried me back to Babylonia, to the people in exile there. And so ended my vision of my visit to Jerusalem. And I told the exiles everything 
the Lord had shown me. Again, a message came from me from the Lord. Son of man, you live among rebels who have eyes but refuse to see. They have ears but refuse to hear, for they are a rebellious people. So now, son of man, pretend you are being sent into exile. Pack the few items an exile could carry and leave your home to go somewhere else. Do this right in front of the people so that they can see you. For perhaps they will pay attention to this, even though they are such rebels. Bring your baggage outside during the day so that they can watch you. Then in the evening, as they are watching, leave your house as captives do when they begin a long march to distant lands. Dig a hole through the wall while they are watching and go out through it. As they watch, lift your pack on your shoulders and walk away into the night. Cover your face so that you cannot see the land you are leaving. For I have made you a sign for the people of Israel. So I did as I was told in broad daylight. I brought my pack outside filled with the things that I might carry into exile. Then in the evening, while the people looked on, I dug through the wall with my hands and went out into the night with my pack on my shoulder. The next morning this message came to me from the Lord. Son of man, these rebels, the people of Israel, have asked you what this all means. Say to them, this is what the sovereign Lord says. These actions contain a message for King Zedekiah in Jerusalem and for all the people of Israel. Explain that your actions are a sign to show what will soon happen to them for they will be driven into exile as captives. Even Zedekiah will leave Jerusalem at night through a hole in the wall, taking only what he can carry with him. He will cover his face and his eyes will not see the land he is leaving. Then I will throw my net over him and capture him in my snare. I will bring him to Babylon, the land of the Babylonians, though he will never see it and he will die there. I will scatter his servants and warriors to the four winds and send the sword after them. And when I scatter them among the nations, they will know that I am the Lord. But I will spare a few of them from death by war, famine, or disease, so that they can confess all their detestable sins to their captors. Then they will know that I am the Lord. Then this message came to me from the people. Son of man, tremble as you eat your food. Shake with fear as you drink your water. Tell the people this is what the sovereign Lord says concerning those living in Israel and Jerusalem. They will eat food with trembling and sip their water in despair, for their land will be stripped bare because of their violence. The cities will be destroyed and the farmland made desolate. Then you will know that I am the Lord. Again, a message came to me from the Lord, Son of man, you've heard the, that proverb that they quote in Israel. Time passes 
and prophecies come to nothing. Tell them, This is what the Sovereign Lord says. I will put an end to this proverb, and you will soon stop quoting it. Now give them this new proverb to replace the old one. The time has come for every prophecy to be fulfilled. There will be no more false visions and flattering predictions in Israel, for I am the Lord. If I say it, it will happen. There will be no more delays, you rebels of, of Israel. I will fulfill my threat of destruction in your own lifetime. I, the sovereign Lord, have spoken. Then this message came to me from the Lord, son of man. The people of Israel are saying he's talking about the distant future. His visions won't come true for a long, long time. Therefore tell them, this is what the Sovereign Lord says. No more delay. I will now do everything I have threatened. I, the Sovereign Lord, have spoken. The messages that God had been giving through the prophets was coming to pass. The people thought they would never happen or it would happen in a time long in the future. But God is saying, no, the time is now. For those that were already in exile, the Lord gives a reminder that although they had been scattered and that they were far away from their homeland, God would be with them. In fact, the Lord says that he would be a sanctuary to them. He would be their hope. He would be with them. So as, as these words of prophecy were coming to, to pass, it was a comfort to know that God would be with them, those that had gone into exile. His judgment would come upon most, but for those that he showed mercy, God would be with them. What an encouraging thought for you and I today that God alone is our sanctuary. He is the one that we go to find rest. He is the one that we can rest in and we can be protected and know that he is always with us. Thank you again for joining us for the journey. Please be sure to share this podcast. Today's reading was from the New Living Translation of the Holy Bible and used with permission. Have a blessed day, and we hope that you'll join us again tomorrow.